It's Friday, October 7th, 2022. Coming up on the program today, the stink of dirty full diapers wafting through a Las Vegas casino. Plus, the candidate who held a knife up to his wife's throat and threatened to shoot her. Daycare workers scaring the crap out of children. And the vagina whisperer is in some legal trouble. Distorted View Daily proudly presents Great Moments in Funeral Eulogies. And uh, I'd like to share a, a song with you that I wrote, and I apologize to you that I I don't know it by heart. Um, so I'd like to read it out of my book, Jesus' Poetic Song, and actually sing it to you. I am your child. I want to be, I walk a fine line between temptation and the inducement to heaven. Lord Jesus, because you are one with our Father, I am your son, I am your seed. I am your friend, I am your brother, I am your child, I want to be. I am your child, I want to be. I am your child, I want to be. You are my blood. You are my family, you are my Lord, please be my Savior, Jesus, rescue me and keep us together, for our love will endure. I receive your blood, I accept your body to be cleansed and purified. Now I'm making the steps to heaven where I want to be. I am your child, I want to be. I am your child, I want to be. It's the Distorted View Show with Tim Hansen. This is the biggest watermelon that I've ever seen. I want to come while I eat your smelly, hairy, wet pussy. Please, no confessions involving children. Is Miss Vagina thinking about Mr. Penis? Yes, Tim Hansen back here with you one more time as we end the week with the Friday show got a great program for you I'm so happy yesterday on the Sideshow exclusive podcast I played a short clip of a trans disabled furry who had been kicked out of a furry convention and she was losing her goddamn mind at one point she uttered the phrase I suck cock for dick Wrap your mind around that one. Better yet, shove your penis in her mouth. She'll pay you in dick. Whatever the hell that means. Still unclear. I was utterly fascinated. She's screaming at all sorts of people. She slaps a cell phone out of someone's hand. The guy who was holding the cell phone then knocks her wheelchair over. And then she starts crab walking to continue the physical altercation. It was a mind-blowing clip. As a matter of fact, I posted it on my Twitter, Jade. So you may have seen it. 
I don't know if I prayed on the show or if it was afterwards, but I uh, I literally put my hands together, looked up towards heaven and said, Jesus Christ, if you're out there, please listen to me. I don't ask for much. I'm a simple boy. Prove to me you're out there. I will become a devout Christian if you do this one thing for me. And this one thing is provide more videos of this disabled trans furry going absolutely insane. Well, freaks, I will see you in church this Sunday. God has provideth. In reality, I got to say thanks to uh, freaks in the Discord always coming through for me. You have never let me down. That's not entirely true. You let me down plenty. But this time, this time you came through. Dr. Cockditch MD. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Cockditch. Not only do I have uh, a, a new video to share with you, right? But the video contains information that I was then able to use to dig deeper. Oh, I'm just so happy. Tears are streaming down my face. Hallelujah. God is good. God is great. Just to refresh your memory, if uh, if you did listen to the show yesterday or if, if you somehow missed it or are not side jumper, let me just play you a little bit from the original clip that got me so excited yesterday. We begin with this trans disabled furry calling another furry a faggot. A faggot. And you know what? I suck dick for cock. It kind of dilutes the insult you were just hurling when, you know, you call someone a faggot and then immediately add, I suck dick for cocks. All right. I get paid in penises. I suck dick for cocks. Suck dick and for cocks. Mere seconds later, she tries to slap a cell phone out of the guy's hand. He then, of course, as I mentioned, tips her, <laughs> her wheelchair over, and then she gets litigious. Pressing charges. Pressing charges. Pressing charges. Pressing charges. Hey, you attacked the disabled trans people. Person. Yeah. It's a hate crime, in her opinion. Now, the new clip I have for you appears to have been taken moments before this this altercation. This uh, trans furry is ranting and raving about something. Let's listen. No, it's just they don't give a shit about marginalized people or disabled people here because they're bigoted. Yeah, the caption reads furry convention canceled for being transphobic. There was another mention of this furry convention being canceled yesterday uh, when I played the first clip. Uh, I thought that meant like the, the convention was shut down. But no, I think what, what that means is this trans person is canceling. You know, like I canceled you. Cancel culture, that whole thing. She's canceling an entire furry convention because she says uh, it's transphobic. Shit about marginalized people or disabled people here because they're bigoted. I'm a Title IX minority. Is that like a sovereign citizen? Is that something you tell the cops when you're pulled over to try to get out of a ticket? You can't arrest me. I'm a Title IX minority. You have a fucking problem? You don't say shit to me. Again, uh, really speaking to no one, just sort of ranting and raving. Well, yeah. Well, fuck them. Fuck FC. You ableist pieces of shit. You bigoted, transphobic pieces of shit. Fuck you! She then uh, pauses to take a drag on her cigarette, which is not very ladylike. Bring it home! Stare, bitches! Take the veil down! This is your fandom! You pieces of shit! Shut up, bitch! <laughs> it's so funny, like, 
I understand there's a whole spectrum of people and genders and all that crap, right? But when someone, you know, is born a guy and then goes to the trouble of, uh, you know, getting surgery, growing tits, all that stuff, they're attempting to, uh, you know, be womanly until they get angry. And then, boy, does does this person sound like a guy. Shut the fuck up, bitch! <laughs> You can take a dick off a woman, but when push comes to shove, she can still be a dick. Feel free to put that on a button or bumper sticker or something. Yeah, fuck you, you white, cisgendered piece of shit. Fuck you, you're what makes the fandom miserable. To be fair, everyone seems to be having a great time except you. You're the only person who's miserable. I'm so sorry this happened to you. Yeah, that's because you're nothing but pieces of shit. Yeah, film me all you want, motherfucker. Come here. Come here. I pay taxes. This seems like the strangest time to scream that. I pay taxes. Part of my income goes to filling potholes. You fucking cisgender dicks. My name is Ripley Storm. And that is all I needed to hear. You had to listen very closely, but she said, my name is Ripley Storm. Tim Henson, internet detective, is on the case. It did not take long to find her Twitter account. Actually, she has a couple Twitter accounts. The bio to her main account states that she is an intersex furry artist. She goes by the pronouns she and her, but not S-H-E, because that's like too normal. S-H-I. She and then her H-I-R. I don't even know how one would police that. If I'm talking about her and she's in uh, an earshot and I say she... How does she know I'm pronouncing it S-H-E and not S-H-I? She has to know to be offended, right? Uh, she says that she's a trans femme tiger, of course, a creator, a pan poly purple, and a corpse mixgyver. Hashtag BLM. <laughs> I'm sure the people behind BLM are like, you know what? We're good. Thanks. We don't need your support. Guys, I don't even know what pan poly purple means or corpse or mixgyver. I'm, I'm too exhausted to even look those up today. I have got enough on my plate. We're going to have to save that part for another day. Now, I'm going to reveal her name. I don't believe this is doxing because uh, she's got a public Twitter account. And the uh, top pinned tweet is some court documents stating that, you know, she has changed her name officially to Ripley Violet Tempest Storm. Now, according to Ripley... She was banned from some furry convention. The story she tells doesn't even really make sense. She says uh, she went to some like Kinko's or FedEx store or whatever they're known as now to make copies of some of her X-rated art and the FedEx employees didn't want to help her and they were mean because she was trans. Then she went to Johnny Rockets, I guess for a burger, and they were also mean to her. Then when she got back to the hotel, there were people uh, ready to take away her furry con badge. Like, that doesn't make any sense, right? Well, of course there's more to the story, and to get that, we're going to turn our attention to a furry podcast called Unleashed with Lifty Husky. If you're interested in the dark side of the furry lifestyle, Lifty apparently dives deep into the issues surrounding the furry community. He doesn't hold anything back and isn't afraid of letting the truth hurt. Can it be saved? Only time will tell. It's not always warm and fuzzy in the furry fandom. Sounds like a uh, like a furry true crime podcast. Murder, deception, whiskers. It's unleashed. 
Let's see what uh, Lifty Husky can add to this story here. Take it away, Lifty. Now, hold on, folks, because this is going to get messy. (laughs) Oh, I hope so. She claims in a tweet that she wanted to upgrade her vag to VIP. Then it was... I think he meant to say badge, but he said vag, which is something trans people do want to upgrade. Upgrading dicks to pussies, pussies to dicks. I'm looking for a vag VIP upgrade. Okay, I'm sorry, Lifty. Go ahead with your story. She claims in a tweet that she wanted to upgrade her vag to VIP. Then it was <laughs> revoked from her, not at the door as she originally claimed, but rather at the registration desk. Then a witness to this bitch fit stated that the FedEx employee did refuse to use Ripley's chosen gender, but again we hear that her story changed again. This time, the part about upgrading the badge to VIP is gone, and we get a new story where Ripley says a quote-unquote cis man knocked her over at the top of the escalator where she bent over to pick up her phone (laughs) and tie her shoe. How many times does this woman get knocked over in her wheelchair? First of all, why in the fuck would you tie your shoe at the top of the escalator? Does Ripley know that there are people behind her that are trying to go up the escalator too? Or did she just believe that escalator was made for her and had her name on it? It was only for Ripley's use only. Second of all, let me address the diaper shit because... What? Good God, this is wild as shit. Uh, now we're getting somewhere. Because up to this point, I can still, like, believe Ripley. Yeah, there are people who are mean to trans people. Yeah, there's people who, you know, might want to knock a disabled trans person off her wheelchair for shits and giggles. The visuals are kind of funny, let's be honest. But uh, what's this I hear about diapers? (laughs) Remember Rainforest 2015? No. When someone was photographed wandering around wearing a diaper? That diaper was full. Like, you could see it. It was full. Ever since then, furry cons have taken aggressive action to ensure that attendees and practically anyone else doesn't have to see that. I do recall that this was a growing problem at furry cons. Remember that open letter I read after a furry con uh, that the organizers wrote to the community? Apparently, the hotel that was hosting the thing was very pissed off because there were furries like basically having sex and staining up the lobby with jizz and shit and diapers and stuff. And the hotel staff was just, they, they were not prepared to clean all of that. So, I, you know, I think that there, there may be some um, uh, validity to what this guy's saying. So she later claims that it's an incontinence pad. But again, I don't want to see or know what's under Ripley's shorts. So what I'm getting from this is that uh, the furry people banned her because she was stinking up the place with her dirty diapers. Is that it? And she's saying, no, 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 these are incontinence pads. It's a medical condition. Now, it's interesting that she would say that because remember when I mentioned uh, Ripley has multiple Twitter accounts? One of them is for just kind of explicit content, and there's a lot of photographs of Ripley in diapers, mostly full. For instance, a tweet from September 16th reads, Oh no, I got all soggy. I guess I need a change. And then Ripley is grabbing the uh, soiled part of the pad. Another tweet reads, I woke up with a full diaper. Does it make my butt look big? And it's a a shot of her padded ass there. I think it's um, your turn to change my diaper. Mm, No, thanks. Hard pass on that one. A lot of uh, like adult baby diaper lover hashtags and stuff like that. All right. So she's definitely into diapers. It's a sex thing for her. 
again, I guess this furry convention took place in Las Vegas. The allegation is that Ripley was walking around the casino floor in uh, in diapers or having her diaper exposed and people were uncomfortable. Now, remember when I mentioned that uh, she went to Johnny Rockets to get a hamburger and the manager was mean to her? Well, someone decided to call that Johnny Rockets up and uh, get their side of the story. The person who answered was a general manager. The caller sort of recites the claims that Ripley is making and asks if they're true. Says, on Saturday afternoon, upon arriving at 3 p.m., Johnny Rockets refused to serve me. Employees laughed in my face. Manager called me just a sick man. So really, there's three claims here. They refused service, they laughed at her, and called her just a sick man. Now let's hear from the manager. Uh, nobody refused service. From what I know, they ate here. And okay. um, as they were leaving, one of the, um, the managers said, have a good day, sir. And then um, that person blew up saying um, something about, how, are you, how dare you um, gentrify me? And, and from there on, I guess that's all it was. And that person just had, was all mad and stormed out. Now, if we're going to buy this guy's story, we have to believe that Ripley is the type of person who would blow up, go completely nuts for an innocent mistake. And that doesn't sound like our girl Ripley, does it? You bigoted, transphobic pieces of shit! Fuck you! Let me put forth an alternate theory. At 3.33 p.m., Ripley enters Johnny Rockets, orders a burger and fries. When the check comes, she refuses to pay with money and instead suggests she pay in cock. And you know what? I sucked it for cock. It is the official currency of Nevada, right? Look, I'm just ecstatic. We got more Ripley. We learned her name. We got some backstory, some additional audio. I don't often say this, but uh, man, it's, it's a good day. You know how I revel in other people's misery. All right, listen, uh, I've got a couple other clips before we get into the news. We were featuring some funny uh, bad campaign ads recently. And then on yesterday's podcast, we were talking about uh, Herschel Walker, who is running for senator out of Georgia. He is very anti-abortion. That's the uh, platform he's running on. Come to find out he's paid for an ex-girlfriend's abortion. Not a good look on him. So that's kind of giving him a headache. Even before the abortion allegations hit, Herschel Walker's opponents had a lot of ammo, apparently. Take a listen to this ad. Herschel Walker has repeatedly threatened to kill his ex-wife. Can't imagine that's going to play well with female voters. I could be wrong. I'll be so surprised if Herschel Walker does well with women. Think about it. Now, I understand uh, not all women are pro-choice, but a lot of women are. So, you know, pro-choice women aren't going to vote for Herschel. That leaves uh, pro-life women. I know pro-life typically means, you know, pro-life of your baby, but uh, I also have to think that they um, they also valued their own lives. And Herschel Walker threatening to kill his wife kind of sends a bad message, right? Herschel Walker has repeatedly threatened to kill his ex-wife. He held a razor to her throat sure. and threatened to kill her. He's accused of choking her until she passed out. He threatened a shootout with police outside her home. <laughs> and, uh... I put a gun to her head. Oh, that's a direct quote from Herschel. I thought it was pretty bad when Trump was caught on mic saying, grab him by the pussy. That's just sexual assault. That's quaint by today's standards. We've got candidates choking out their wives, <laughs> holding knives up to their throat and threatening to shoot them. It's the first time he held the gun to my head. He held the gun to my temple. 
and said he was gonna blow my brains out. Look up the public records yourself. Georgia <laughs> Honors responsible for oh. the content of this ad. It's suggesting you do a Google search for Herschel Walker violence. I bet you it'll still be a close race. I've got a clip here of an unruly customer at a Domino's. She's yelling. Uh, a female Domino's employee is screaming back at her. Obviously, the employees have every right to ask this woman to leave. I should be on the side of the employees. However, when you hear the Domino's employee screaming back, you're probably going to switch teams just like I did. woman the one who's going bleh, bleh, that's the customer so far you know the domino's employee is just screaming get out get out which isn't too bad yes god bless you get out This is the part of the video where I was like, uh, you know what? That Domino's employee is pretty loud, screeching up a storm, too. Get out! Get out! Get out! You are not welcome here! Get out! Now you can barely hear the customer. It's all Domino's employee. You already called the cops. You need to go. Finally, some other Domino's employees are backing up this woman. That scream was from the customer, and the employee responds with, You're a fucking lightweight. Let me show you what an annoying scream really sounds like. They're both handling the situation like adults. This just it, it goes on like this for a while. Get out, get out, screeching, screaming. Shut that bitch the fuck get up. Out. Seriously, why are you still there? There's no chance in hell they're gonna serve you a pizza. Furthermore, it's Domino's. You can't be that adamant that you you actually want to eat a Domino's pizza. It's not that disappointing when you find out you're unable, like the Domino's is closed or something. You're just like, oh, I'll just go to one of the other 15,000 pizza places in my city. Not a huge loss there. Anyway, just a little uh, pizza-based altercation. Finally, before we get into the news today, Efucked is back with an interesting video. This guy is up for anything. He's so excited to fuck this broad. He only has one rule, and that is the title Efucked went with here. Hello. What's up? So, oh uh, yeah, you haven't told me your don'ts. Hmm? What you don't want to do. Oh, your don'ts, yes. Things you are unwilling to do or you don't want her to do to you. I can bang your ass. It's hard to understand here because she's all soft and, you know, speaks in an accent. But uh, she says, so I can bang your ass. And he quickly says, no, that's, that's, the, that's the thing I will not accept. No butt play. <laughs> Minus that shit. <laughs> okay, so no licking, nothing. No, not my ass. Anything else, I'm good. Not even licking the butthole. Anything else, I'm good. Famous last words. Everything else, I'm good. And he kind of means it. Okay, I guess I should just suck your dick. Yeah, she begins with a blowjob again. Pretty standard fare. <laughs> 
Although she sniffs the shaft of his dick a lot, which is a little strange. In balls. Kisses what? him. And then uh, he begins to fuck her. I'm sorry, come again? Did you say walls? Pussy walls? What are you saying? The walls of your pussy? Mm-hmm. I love the texture. Mm, thank you. you have good pussy texture. Do you feel that much? Yeah. Oh, whatever, like, told me. I my biggest dick, so you feel, I feel everything on the outside. Mm-hmm. I hope he's not too big, because her pussy walls could fall out. How's the walls fall out? Red rose rose says the walls unfold. My lions. My lions. Thank you very much, Cheryl Murkowski. So uh, at the end of the scene, she, uh, you know, jerks him off and uh, he blasts in her mouth. He really does coat her mouth well. Now, what's really interesting is, uh, you know, he's so happy uh, uh, about coming. There was such a good lay. He immediately kisses her, like, open mouth. She hasn't even swallowed the cum yet. The female here makes note of that. Why kiss me with your cum? You don't care. It's for me. It came out of my body. Oh, what I think. Yeah, it came from my body. Yeah, it's It's been in me all day, so I can't take that. There's so so many guys like, no, I won't kiss you with cum in your face. It's my cum. Yeah, it's like if I touch my vagina and they put... The, you know, the put, fingers in my mouth. Put the discharge in your mouth. Oh. Yeah, it's the same, same thing. Yeah, exactly, it's the same thing. All right, well, they're on the same page there. I think some guys would, uh, most guys, I think, would rather have a woman uh, lightly touch the butthole or maybe lick the butthole than have to taste his own cum, like ingest that, right? Am I completely off base here? What would you guys rather do? Like gun to your head. Would you rather swallow your load or let a woman play with your asshole? Lock your answers in now. <laughs> Call into the voicemail line. Let me know. All right. Uh, so there you go. If you want to see the whole video, by the way, check out efucked.com and you can watch that whole uh, uncomfortable encounter. And with that, let's get into the crazy, bizarre twist. And I fucked up news. Right Looking for a few honorable individuals to join the Freak Army? Become a member of the Sideshow DB's member site where you gain full access to the entire archive of programs. More importantly, every week I do brand new Sideshow exclusive material. Uh, Yesterday was a Sideshow exclusive podcast. Earlier in the week uh, on Tuesday, we did another one. And that's typical. Usually we do two Sideshow exclusive episodes a week. I'm sure by now we've done thousands of Sideshow exclusive episodes, right? So much exclusive content. If you want to hear it all, you got to sign up. Superfreaksideshow.com memberships are very inexpensive. Only $6.99 a month. Even less when you opt for a quarterly, semi-annual, yearly, or lifetime membership. You get access to a special RSS feed that you can plug into most podcast apps. Get all the uh, old shows and new programs, exclusive shows, all that good stuff. Also, don't forget, if you happen to use Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can get uh, new episodes of uh, DV, both free and Sideshow exclusive, when you sign up and subscribe in the apps. Just a few taps. You can even use Apple Pay or whatever uh, when you use Apple Podcasts. 
Just another way to get uh, some Sideshow access there. For more information, check out distortedview.com and superfreaksideshow.com. Uh, just remember, this is how I make my living. So thank you so much to all of my Sideshow members. You are the reason this show continues. Uh, finally, one last way to help support the show. We've got a Patreon account, patreon.com slash distortedview. If you like DV and you just want to throw a few bucks my way to help ensure this thing continue, uh, you can go to patreon.com slash distortedview, pledge a buck or two. If you pledge at least five, you get access to a special voicemail line where I will play your calls first, so not a bad deal at all. All right, three very quick stories now. First up, you guys know how much I absolutely uh, hate children, right? So this first news story really gave me a uh, raging boner. That's probably not the right thing to say when a news story is about children. I'm not getting hard because of the kids. I'm getting hard because adults were being mean to the kids, right? I've got a hard on for the adults. I would like to fuck the adults who tortured children. <laughs> Am I in the clear here? Am I okay? Really not a pedophile. All right. Uh, the story comes from Mississippi, specifically Hamilton. Four employees of a Hamilton daycare have been fired after a video of them scaring children at a facility went viral on Facebook. Well, I mean, it's almost Halloween. Maybe the staff was just trying to desensitize children to the scary nature of Halloween, right? A lot of horror movies are going to be played. A lot of people jumping out, trying to scare kids. Just trying to toughen up your little cunturds. Videos that went viral on Facebook show a daycare worker at Lil Blessings Child Care and Learning Center wearing a Halloween mask and yelling at children who didn't clean up or act good. You better clean up your station. Gather all your papers. Take your books off your desk or Satan will come and drag you to hell. All right. Children can be seen and heard crying. Oh, music to my ears. And at times running away from the employees wearing the mask while another employee gives directions of which, uh, which children acted good or bad. You know, like Santa Claus. He's got a list. So does the monster from Hellraiser, apparently. The employee in the mask is shown inches away from children's faces at times, raising her voice and screaming. Well, this is Distorted View Daily. Of course I tracked down that video. Let's see how bad this is. It's like a short TikTok. No, it's three minutes long. Oh, my God. All right, here we go. Let's listen to uh, the daycare center freak out. <laughs> on one hand i love to see children cry on the flip side it's like it's like the worst sound in the world when you can't control it and you can't step away i don't know why these daycare workers want a, a whole classroom of kids crying uncontrollably i mean that's a nightmare Actually, she walks away. She leaves the room. <laughs> Here's another scene. Yeah. Uh, these kids are shaking, actually. Actually, one of them even, is, they're like, they're eating, right? I don't know if this is taking place at lunchtime or what. And one of the kids like, has a plastic fork in her mouth, <laughs> right? As she's shaking and crying. She could have swallowed that, right? Bit down hard on the plastic. Could have popped off and... Uh, it went down her throat. <laughs> All 
it's interesting to see like uh, which kids cry and which are just sort of looking confused and annoyed. Like there's one girl who's just like putting her hands over her ears. She's not crying. She's just like, is this almost over with? Which, what, like, what the mask is? It kind of looks like the scream mask, but a little more creepy. <laughs> you just hear kids, they're not even in the room, they're in the next room over. Oh, some kids are in the next room over, that's where the scary person is. And there are some kids in the room that's being filmed, and the scary thing is going to be popping in here. I don't know if you heard that, but uh, she's warning the children, you better be good. What an advertisement for Lil Blessings Daycare. Again, you know, I see the appeal of freaking kids out, making them cry. I understand where you're coming from. I even understand uh, you wanting to film that. Might be fun to play back, you know, after a hard day, if kids are being assholes or something, you go home and you... You, you, you watch a video of you making them cry. But uh, what you don't do is uh, post this shit on Facebook. Sheila Sanders, who began working at the daycare in 1987 and has owned it for the past 20 years, said she wasn't aware of the videos until Wednesday afternoon. The behavior shown by her former employees in the video, she said, isn't tolerated. I contacted my licensure, licensure, and she got uh, involved. The people that did these acts are no longer with us. They were fired. I wasn't here at the time, and I wasn't aware they were doing that. I don't condone it, and I never have. The Mississippi State Department of Health and the Monroe County Sheriff's Office are investigating the matter. Liz Charlotte, Director of Communications at the Mississippi Department of Health, confirmed the incident is under investigation. Sanders said one video was filmed in September, and another was filmed on Tuesday. It's just a fall. It's an autumn thing. It's a tradition of little blessings. You creep the kids out for Halloween. Thursday morning, parents reacted to the video as they dropped off their children for care, expressing their support for little blessings and reacting to some of the online backlash the video has received. Quote, I know 100% that Ms. Sheila, the owner, was not aware of the situation. The witch hunt that's been going on for her and other ones still here, it really needs to stop. Was the situation that did happen horrible? Absolutely. But should this daycare be shut down and others be villainized that are still here? Absolutely not. Well, that's kind of like a reasonable response. The people responsible were fired. The owner, you know, said she didn't know what was going on. She took action. Chaz Allen, who has a student in pre-kindergarten at Low Blessings, also said uh, this place is pretty important for Hamilton because it's small town and there's not really another childcare facility close. That's probably the real reason they're supporting this. They've got no other options and they don't want to have to take care of their own kids. I like the idea of dropping off my children and not having to think about them for eight hours or so. If Little Blessing goes away, I'm going to have to actually parent and that would, well, that would just suck. So by all means, if you have to blow off some steam and freak my child out by screaming in her face, go ahead. The small price to pay. All right. Uh, second story we have for you. A Las Vegas gynecologist who billed himself as a certified sexual health clinician under an Instagram account that used the words vagina whisperer is facing a complaint from Nevada's medical board. That checks out. 
I don't think anyone's surprised by that. Uh, the board has accused him of repeated sexual misconduct, including asking female patients to pose for sexually explicit photographs for his business. Like, uh, before and after pussy shots? Well, that's not that unusual, right? If he's doing, like, a lot of cosmetic vaginal stuff. Potential patients want to know what his work is like. Plus, is it really illegal to ask? He's just asking. You guys like how I'm always defending the people charged with this gross stuff? Look, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Come on. The new filing charges Dr. George Chambers with disruptive behavior. Well, that's not anything big, right? Uh, disreputable conduct. That You know, again, that's those, those are broad allegations. What, what, what does that mean? Disreputable conduct. Engaging in conduct intended to deceive. Failure to maintain accurate medical records. Continual failure to practice medicine properly and engaging in conduct that violates the trust of a patient and exploits the relationship with the patient for financial or other personal gain. So, again, uh, he didn't go so far as to, like, uh, like fuck his patients. He was just being a little pervy, a little skeevy about this stuff. Details in the State Board of Medical Examiner's complaint paint an unsettling picture of the 51-year-old 50, uh, OBGYN who allegedly violated patients' trust by engaging in sexual improprieties, such as inviting them to boudoir photography sessions. Okay, that is a little weird. Uh, before these accusations, at least one woman filed a police report against Chambers that ultimately didn't lead to criminal charges. Two patients identified in the complaint said they're coming forward to prevent other women from experiencing similar conduct with Chambers or any other doctor. According to court documents, when patient A visited Chambers for a surgery consultation in November 2020, he injured and humiliated her by sticking his hand in her vagina like a puppet act or something. He then allegedly used sexual slang to describe his actions telling the 36-year-old that he'd attempted to fist her. The complaint says Chambers also used the woman's cell phone to take photos of her vagina and asked her to text him two of the images, you know, for his medical file. In another episode, Chambers allegedly offered 35-year-old patient B $1,000 for nude photos. The filing says the images were ostensibly to use in an advertisement for his services, how you can't show pussies like on billboards and stuff and not for purpose of medical examination or treatment. The doctor is accused of making a similar pitch to patient C. How many letters are we going to be going down the alphabet here? A lot of victims. We start to get to like patient P and Q. This guy is just fucked, right? Uh, the doctor is accused of making a similar pitch to patient C during an October 2019 appointment after the 27 year old mentioned she was struggling financially. Chambers told the patient he was seeking models to participate in photography sessions in which photos would be taken of the model's vaginal area and nude body. She was reluctant, so the gynecologist allegedly tried to sweeten the proposal by claiming that he'd give her a thumb drive of the boudoir photos from the session. Oh, great. My own personal copies. That is not sweetening the pot. Give her some free treatment, man. Now that's an incentive. Uh, patient C thought it was odd that Chambers was soliciting photographs of her vaginal area as a representative of his work because he had never performed any cosmetic procedure on her genitals. This is like a before shot. 
The medical board alleges that Chambers repeatedly exploited his relationship with patients and violated patients' trust by engaging in sexual improprieties. The doctor, who was licensed in Nevada in 2003, was active on Instagram, actually under the handle at Vagina Whisperer Las Vegas, before deactivating the account on Thursday. Ah, oh, we just missed it. Well, stick with Distorted View Daily. I'm sure this is going to go to trial or something, and we'll have uh, we'll have more about the Vagina Whisperer probably. Finally, today, freaks. We got a short one here from Michigan. A Michigan man has pleaded guilty for murdering and eating part of a man back in December 2019. I almost feel like uh, standard murder and cannibal news stories are not weird enough to be featured on DV. This one, however, I'm going to make an exception for because the victim's name was Kevin Bacon. It works on a lot of levels. Cannibal murdering and eating someone that shares a name with uh, one of our great actors. The last name is Bacon, which is a meat you would want to eat. Also, very few cannibals can play six degrees of Kevin Bacon with themselves. He's literally a degree away from Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon is inside of him. That's less than a degree, really. Mark David Latunsky, 52, the Toons, has pleaded guilty to killing and dismembering Kevin Bacon, 25, in December 2019. Uh, Latunsky appeared before the 35th Circuit Court on Thursday and pled guilty to open murder and mutilation of a body. According to MLive.com, open murder is made up of first and second degree murder charges, like all rolled into one into a delicious meaty wrap. A hearing is expected on October 18th to determine whether Latunsky will be convicted of first or second degree murder or manslaughter. Uh, Bacon's family members reported him missing on Christmas in 2019 after he didn't show up for breakfast. A lot of food references in this new story. Bacon, cannibal, breakfast, wraps, grinders. Yeah, they met on Grinder. His roommate claimed that he went to meet a guy he met on Grinder the night before, which led investigators to Latunsky's house. Uh, police said Bacon was found naked, hanging upside down from the ceiling of the house. Latunsky allegedly admitted to police that he stabbed Bacon, slit his throat, was he sliced into sizzling delicious strips? You know how it goes. Slit his throat and then hung him with a rope. He also allegedly told police that he had cut off parts of bacon and ate it, which, you know, it was dick, right? It had to have been a penis. If you're gay and a cannibal, you you know, you have sex with your victim, you kill him. Cock is the first thing you consume. I mean, come on. All right. If Latunsky. Oh, I love saying that name. Latunsky. Tunes, uh, Tunes could face a life sentence, according to MLive.com. So there you go. That, my friends, is your Distorted News for Friday. Let's do a couple voicemails and get the hell out of here. All right. I love to hear from you freaks. And there are many ways to contact the show. Show at DistortedView.com. I'm all over social media at DistortedView on Twitter and Instagram. Facebook.com slash DistortedViewShow. Don't forget, we've got a new YouTube channel. I haven't been very active the last couple months because I I took the summer off. You know how that goes. I'll be posting new videos soon. Make sure you're subscribed. Uh, There's a link on the main navigation bar right next to our Discord. You should also be uh, checking that out having fun conversations with other freaks, sharing links. Check out the Discord. It's free and fun for freaks. All right. Hey, Tim. Haley's Comet calling up. Two quick things, and I'll get the hell off your voicemail. Thank you. Uh, First of all, a little while back, uh, you wondered what the heck 
see PTSD was, because uh, one of the fake DID people was mentioning it. Uh, it's nowhere near as interesting or exciting as they made it sound in, okay. in their video. CPTSD is complex PTSD. Oh. It just means there's more than one incident that caused your PTSD. Uh, for example, a soldier traumatized by a battle in war has PTSD. Yes. It, a soldier who was also traumatized by a battle in war and sexual abuse as a child has complex PTSD. It just means... Honestly, how is uh, CPTSD any different than normal PTSD? I think it's just a way for people with PTSD to be competitive with one another. Who's got the sadder story? I served in Iraq and a bomb killed my friend right next to me. Yeah, well, I have CPTSD. I have PTSD on top of PTSD. How many traumatic events make up your complex PTSD? I've got seven things. Seven things that have traumatized me. Beat that, asshole. There's more individual incidents the person has to deal uh, okay, with. Okay, whatever. Uh, second, uh, calling you pimp and myself daddy comment. Uh, calling you pimp is because... Oh, you call me pimp. I'm Pimp and your daddy. In one of your uh, episodes, you mentioned how fun it would be to be called a pimp. Oh. Because someone had said ma'am meant pimp, and you thought being called a pimp would be funny. So I started doing that, and the daddy... I guess I'd rather be called pimp than ma'am. ...comet was a deliberate distraction to see if anyone would notice me calling you a pimp while I'm calling myself Daddy Comet. Oh, see, now I misunderstood the way you were saying that. I thought you were called, I thought your your official name was Pimp Daddy, Pimp Daddy Haley's Comet. Uh, I'm sorry. Didn't get Timothy that. James Henson, just calling in with all this vasectomy talk. Uh, don't know why we've been talking about it, but whatever. To let you know that on Monday, October 10th, I will be having a vasectomy of my very own. Oh, uh, Also known as getting your cum dewormed, your jizz <laughs> veganized, and your sperm destroyed. I will have no more jelly babies, Timothy James Henson. Well, let me know how that works out for you. That's right. You notice any changes? That's right. Uh, if you'll be participating in more raw dogging activities... I don't know what your current girlfriend or wife, uh, how, how, how they operate, if they want you to slap on a condom right now, or if you're pulling out, or if she's on the pill. What's going on? I need more details. Please, when you guys call into the voicemail line, no matter what you're talking about, please start with your penis size, the viscosity of your loads, how you like to fuck, and uh, you know if you typically go in raw or pr practice safe sex. Hello? Hello? Good call. All right. That's all the time we have on this edition of the program. No, we'll do one more voicemail here. Hello. This hello, is... Hello. This, I don't know. Um, first time caller. I've been listening about almost a year. Whatever. Uh-oh. Um, on the best of show, it mentioned playing Second Life. You should totally play that because it still exists. Oh. And it's still extremely fucked up. <laughs> okay. So you should maybe play that on a screen stream. You could do like a, a gamer stream. Yeah. Maybe I could play on a live stream just, uh, you know, messing around so you guys can watch me if you wanted. But uh, then I'll report back on the show. I'll give a full Second Life report. I could maybe do that. Do you, I mean, uh, do any of you freaks participate in Second Life? It sounds like this person uh, may get on occasionally. 
Do you have any tips for me? I want to find the the dumbest areas and talk to the dumbest people. How should I go about that? All right. Uh, that is all the time we have on this edition of the program. Why don't you guys email me? Show at distortedview.com. Distortedview.com is our official website. Voicemail line for you. 206-666-4463. That's 206-666. Oh, God. Is it? Oh, God. I'm a Title IX minority. Spread the distortion. STD. Tell all your friends about the show. Don't forget to give us a five-star rating, a thumbs up, or like wherever you can rate and review podcasts. Oh, a uh, programming note. Here in America, we've got some holiday or something coming up on Monday, and I... I know it's not like a real holiday. It's either like Columbus Day. I think they call it Indigenous People Day. Whatever. I'm still going to use it as an opportunity to take the day off or do a mini program or something. So you'll hear either a best of show with an introduction or a tiny short program. I'm debating on whether I should go up to Ashtabula and visit my mom because it's been a while. Not sure if that's going to happen or not, but I might do that. But something will be posted on the feed uh, on Monday. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up. Uh, Thank you guys so much for a great week of programs. I could not do this without you. I will see you back uh, next week. Until then, have a great day. Bye, everybody. You motherfucker. Maria Athens signing off. This has been another excellent podcast from the Scribe Media Group. Learn more at scribe.net.